Welcome to Real Estate Mortgage Shop, where we offer solutions to your real estate and financing scenarios. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage professional. Catch this podcast and more at jogarner.com. Good morning, Memphis, and welcome to our internet listeners and podcast listeners across the 50 states. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and I'm your host, Joe Garner, Mortgage Loan Officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. Our general topic is real estate closing checklist, getting to your celebration day. In this episode of Real Estate Mortgage Shop was brought to you by Joe Rojas of Quality Title Group, LLC, right here in Memphis. And if you have a question or a comment, uh, you can call us while we're live, February 25th, 2017, in the studio at 901-535-9732. And that live studio number again is 901 Five three five nine seven three two, or you can contact me directly after the show at nine zero one four eight two zero three five four. But just take a moment and picture this: you and your spouse finally got your offer accepted to buy your dream home, but you have to complete the closing by the end of the day, or the foreclosure action begins on your seller. Which, if that happens, it could prevent you from closing it could delay the closing or it could prevent your closing on that house forever well since you're the only one on the loan and on the only one on the title your spouse leaves the country knowing she's on vacation or he's on vacation and they know that you have this real estate closing handled right well did you know that in Tennessee or in many other states, if you are buying or refinancing a primary residence, your spouse is required to sign a few required documents, even though he or she is not on the title and not on the loan. But how are you going to complete this real estate closing? I mean, your spouse just went on vacation out of the country. Could this become one of the worst days of your life? But you have some options, and we're going to cover some of those today. Today, Joe Rojas of Quality Title Group, LLC, will be sharing some very important actions that you need to take and need to check before you're ready to close. Now, as the mortgage professional, I'm going to be pointing out some details that you need to attend to during the mortgage process so that you can celebrate with abandon on your day of closing. But Joe Rojas of Quality Title Group, LLC, right here in Memphis, Tennessee, is back in real in the real estate mortgage shop studio. Joe, you've been in the title business for about 20 years, I think. I'm trying to keep count here. You've taken care of a number of my mortgage customers. Tell our listening audience a little bit about yourself and a little bit about Quality title group. Thank you, Joe, and good morning to you this morning. Um, I'm Joe Rojas I'm with Quality Title Group. We are located at 6389 North Crawl Hollow Suite 201. Um, I am the uh, Vice President of Marketing at the company, and I work with uh, Grady McDonald, who I think is one of the best real estate attorneys in Memphis. Yes. And uh, he's been in this doing this probably over 35 years. I've been uh, on this side and the uh, mortgage banking side for probably almost 25 years. So uh-huh. we have a lot of combined experience, and we've seen a lot and uh, experienced a lot for sure. Uh, you can always reach me on my cell phone. My number is 901-289-5821 at any time you want. 
Well, and you're very accessible. I know I've even called you on the weekend and uh, with my hair on fire, you know, <laughs> about something, and you've always tried tried and taken care of it for me. But uh, Joe Rojas, um, today Joe Rojas of Quality Title Group uh, is going to be sharing with you some very important actions, of course, that you need to take before closing. But before we get into all of that, lenders and borrowers, let me talk about the market for a minute. Lenders and borrowers were celebrating with their confetti and their party horns out yesterday afternoon. Uh, Mortgage rates have been inching up for several days, but this week mortgage rates settled back to the lowest they've been in the whole year of 2017. Uh, They came in around 30-year fixed rates like on conventional loans came in around, you know, 4.125 to four and a quarter with no points. Now, of course, that That can vary depending on uh, things in your loan, like credit score and loan-to-value and things like that. Your FHA 30 years came in a little bit lower, 15 years much lower, and there are a ton of other loan products with different rates there. But the rates haven't changed as much as the price on those rates. Let me give you an example. If you're looking at one rate, if you were looking at one particular interest rate last week and you got a price on it, then this week you might pay a few hundred dollars less for that same rate on your closing costs. So rates haven't changed very much, but the price on the rates have been changing. Nothing like having a little bragging rights to go along with one of the biggest investments you'll ever make in your life. So uh, feel free to call me on that. And if you're ready to take some action to at least see how the new mortgage terms can change your life for the better, Give me a call. We can take a spin on my calculator and see what the numbers look like. But you have to call me personally so I can work with you personally. I want to work with you personally. After today's show, you can reach me at 901-482-0354. Or you can email me, jo at jogarner.com. Better still, you can call Joe Rojas and I up here right now while we're live in the studio at 901-535-9732. And Joe, I'm glad you mentioned that about the rates because, um, you know, everybody was hearing about the news uh, after the election that the rates did go up, and, and they did. Um, they had gone up probably the highest they've been in, in a long period of time. And I saw the slowdown in the refinances almost to a cutoff point. Mm-hmm. But uh, recently, you know, everybody needs to be aware that the rates have basically come back down. Mm-hmm. They're more stabilized. Um, and I've seen an increase in the refinances again. And the pricing is good, of course. The purchase market is is on a good momentum. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're it's it's more of a seller's market now, with the multiple offers and contracts and so forth. But I think the pricing needs to be uh, needs needs to be focused. That the rates are still. Uh, you know, back down. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's good news all around. I mean, the rates are good. They've been good. The changes with rates, as you said, Joe, they've been very narrow, but the price on rates is what you have to look at. And uh, they're, like you said, really good right now. But, you know, let me share a story. I had a client the other day who was refinancing, and he was pulling some cash out to pay back a family member. He and his family member had bought this investment property together, and the family member had actually footed the cash to do it so they could close quick and get a good, really good price. And, of course, I have this little niche product that I do with real estate investors that allows them to refinance right away and get their cash back out again so they can go do the next deal. And normally, you know, on normal loans, you have to wait out six months for seasoning to have that property in your name. So we were doing the little, I call it the quick cash back refinance deal, which is sweet. But anyway, 
uh, when the borrower and I were talking a few days before closing, I asked him what day the other title holder on his, his family member that was on title and would continue to be on title on this loan. I said, well, what day, when are they coming into town? Are they coming in the day of closing or the day before? And my borrower jumped in and said, I thought I was the only one that needed to sign since I'm the only one on the loan. Well, what happens if the other property owner can't make it to Memphis? What, what am I going to do if he can't make it to Memphis? So uh, my borrower didn't realize that his family member, since he was on the title, even, not, even though he wasn't on the loan, needed to sign four or five required documents during the loan closing. And uh, he hadn't even arranged for him to be in Memphis. But good thing uh, we reviewed this checklist we're going to be sharing with you guys out there today. And we arranged for the other title holder to attend the closing. Now, even if that's, that out-of-state family member was unable to drive to Memphis that day, Joe, we could have done a, a, a power of attorney, a very specific power of attorney, and that family member would not have had to come into town. He could have given a specific power of attorney permission for the other, uh, for the guy on the loan to sign for him on the title part as well. So we could have worked it out. We had to do it before closing. But the real estate loan process is heavily regulated these days. So just like in the story I told you earlier in the show, if you're married and you are buying or refinancing a primary residence and your spouse is not on the loan and, you're, and, and that spouse is not on the loan or the title, your spouse still needs to sign those four or five documents at closing or get a notarized signed power of attorney. The closing agents need to make a positively sure that you are who you are. So you need to bring a couple of uh, IDs, you know, picture IDs, so that we know that it is your uh, your spouse and not somebody else. But uh, I'm going to be covering some more action items to cover during the loan process to ensure a fun celebration at your closing. But for now, Joe Rojas, uh, you may have to pick this uh, up after we go to break. But for uh, but for now, Joe Rojas, you have witnessed a few hundred, maybe several hundred real estate closings in your career. What are some of the most important items on your checklist for your your uh, clients? Well, we're going to be covering that when we come back from break. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. Joe Rojas, how can we connect with you? You can always reach me on my cell phone. It's 901-289-5821, and I'm always available. All right, you guys call us in the studio today, and that's 901-535-9732 to talk with us in the studio. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. I'm Kevin Yee with Save Energy Solution. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Gardner. Miss Worldwide, let's celebrate. Well, you're back on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and we are up here with our little fluted glasses, and we are celebrating, we're celebrating your real estate closing, a really smooth closing to Joe Rojas. <laughs> That's the ones we like the best. But you're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, uh, your host, mortgage loan officer, and uh, we're getting ready to play a game that I know you guys love to play. It's called the Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest, and uh, Joe Rojas... I know you know the answer, but we, you can't tell the answer because you're right here in the studio with us. Uh, the Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest is sponsored by John and Jennifer Lawhon of Lawhon Landscape, and you can reach them at 901-754-7474. 
Uh, the Lawhans can help you plan your landscaping if you have a really big project or even a small project. Or you know what? You may want to do that big project in phases, and they can do that too. So if you know the answer to our, you the correct answer to our trivia question, uh, the Lawhans are going to give you a $25 gift card. They'll mail it to you, and you can call us with the correct answer right now at 901-535-9732. That's 901-535-9732. All right, here's our trivia question. Who am I? And here's your hints. Civilian Conservation Corps workers discovered Native American artifacts on the site in 1938, and archaeological excavations of this Mississippian mound complex were initiated at that point. The blank, that's the answer, the blank and the rest of the village grounds have been operated by the University of Memphis since 1962. Here's some more hints. In 1973, this place was added to the National Register of Historic Places. Later in 1994, it was declared a National Historic Landmark. It is an archaeological site. The site features Mississippian Mound Complex, as we mentioned earlier. Nature Trail it has an arboretum and hands-on archaeology lab. And it exhibits, uh, they have exhibits that explore the history and life ways of, here's a good hint, of Native Americans of the historic and prehistoric southeastern United States. Question is, who am I? So give us a call if you know the answer, 901-535-9732. And I know we're already getting callers, so they already know the answer. All right, so we're going to go back, Joe. And, you know, when we um, left the break, I had um, we were talking about this real estate closing checklist, getting to your celebration day at closing. And I had asked you this question. I know you know a lot about how to have a smooth closing and what are some of the most important items on your checklist that you give to your clients over at Quality Title Group? Well, just to uh, touch base a little bit on what you were mentioning before regarding the uh, power of attorney, uh, you know, the lenders have to approve that a specific power of attorney. So if somebody is not going to be there, it has to be, there has to be a timeline. It can't be like day of the closing or when the closing department's fixing the package to send to us mm-hmm. because it's something that the underwriter has to kind of review and it has to go through compliance. So it needs to be done, you know, it'd be nice to do it a week or more beforehand. Right. Um, but yeah, it's very important to remember that just because one person's on the loan doesn't mean one person is going to be on the title, you know, in the spouse situation. And Joe, you know what? <laughs> we already have a trivia winner. I knew that we would see if I can get them on the line. All right. Billy, can you hear us? Yeah. yeah. All right, Billy, you apparently are the winner of the Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest. And uh, what is the answer to our trivia contest today, Billy? Uh, Chuckalisa. Chuckalisa, Indian Village. Absolutely. Hey. Have you ever been down there, Billy? I, unfortunately, I'm from Memphis, been here all my life, and I have not. <laughs> you know, I went down there in 94 when they did that uh, National Register with a friend of mine who was a member of American Indians Running Free, and we got to right. meet the chief and his wife, and we got to get a little, little special tour, you know, and wow. it is incredible how much history down there of Memphis before Memphis was Memphis, so I encourage you, Billy, to head on down there and take some friends. Well, with age comes wisdom, and I've gotten older, so I'm I'm getting out. I'm getting out a little more now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so glad that you're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop, Billy. Thank you for uh, 
joining us today. And uh, sure. the Lawhans of Lawhon Landscape going to be sending you a $25 gift card. So hopefully you can get out and maybe do something fun. I will. Thank you very much. Thank you, Billy, Enjoy for calling. Yourself. Thank you. All right. So, Joe, uh, congratulations, Billy, by the way, for the winning the Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest. But speaking of celebrations, let's go back to, you were talking about the power of attorney, the specific power of attorney. What are some other things on your checklist that help people have a smooth closing and really enjoy that celebration day when they close on their real estate property? Um, Another thing would be that I I see can be a hang up is if somebody has a a home equity line of credit and they may have a zero balance on it, just because it has a zero balance doesn't mean that the account is uh, closed out. So the lien is still there. And the borrower actually has to close out specifically that account for them to release that lien. So if they zero mm-hmm. out the balance, the, the lien stays on the property. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, uh, especially on, on selling a property, uh, you know, they think that, you know, they don't have anything on their title and it can hold up the closing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because what we see in the mortgage office, it's really easy to miss that home equity line of credit because a lot of people have a first mortgage that we know it's on the credit report that we're paying off and we got the balance we get a payoff on it but if and we ask we you i mean i can say we always ask if you have a second mortgage or a second lien secured on that property if you may have forgotten about the home equity line because maybe you opened it you know five ten years ago and you never borrowed on it so you forget about it and if it's not listed as a home equity line on the credit report, the mortgage mortgage people, if it has a zero balance, we don't see it either. We don't we don't necessarily see that. So then we order title from you at Quality Title Group, and voila, there is this second lien showing up for sixty or seventy thousand dollars. Well, there's a zero balance on it, but what has to happen to get that removed? Uh, we have to contact the, uh, the the lender basically to uh, get that removed. But a lot of times, it's it's a process that you know we have to have all parties involved to get that paid off, mm-hmm. as far as authorization, account information, and so forth. So we can kind of we can handle that. Well, it's a zero balance, so basically you're not having to pay anything off unless there's a penalty or something, early payoff penalty. But you do have to close it, right, Joe? Yeah, yeah, it has to be closed out, and we have to make sure that the lien's released. So sometimes, you know, they, the lenders will say, hey, we'll release it, but it could be a timeline before they actually go through the process of releasing it. They don't do it instantaneously, and so right. if we're already on a time crunch, you know, it can definitely hold up a closing. So a lot of times you have to close it, and I know sometimes when we've worked with uh, title companies, and your title company, you know, your title company included, uh, if there's enough equity in the house, like if they're just refinancing uh, their first mortgage, and they may say, Joe, you know, I really want to keep that home equity line. I know I've never used it, but it's just nice to have. A lot of my real estate investors that buy real estate a lot, they'll occasionally use the home equity line to, say, buy a piece of property for cash so they can get a really good deal on it, fix it up, and then they come back and do that little niche quick uh, quick cash back refinance I talked about earlier. So they may use that equity line every now and then. They're like, Joe, I don't want to pay it. I don't want to I don't want to, I know I don't owe anything on it, don't want to close it. So what we do in a case like that, if 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 the loan-to-value numbers uh, allow us to on the loan, we will get what's called a subordination agreement with that home equity line second lien holder that says, you know, after you pay off this first mortgage and you file your new lien, first mortgage lien, we're going to agree to remain back in second position because Tennessee is a state that, 
the first person who races down and and records their their lien is the one who has first mortgage position so now the second lien has been recorded prior to our new loan they that's why they have to do this uh, uh subst um they have to do that um agreement that allows them to remain in the second position so and you do very well with that <laughs> yeah exactly like i said when that first mortgage is paid off that second mortgage becomes, moves into the first position mm -hmm. just like a stock car and then we just have to create that agreement that you know pushes it back again mm -hmm. but it's something that we have to know ahead of time too because again that's a process and the banks have to know what specific uh, are the terms of the loan what are you doing with that first mortgage that's going to go back into that first position again you know what's the length on it because they still got to make sure that their risk is not they're not vulnerable to having you know a totally unsecured uh, position on on their loan right well and you've you've got a few other things on your checklist talk about um Let's talk about home uh, homeowners associations. You know, I've seen um, an increase with uh, the new wave, I guess, of, of condos being bought downtown. Uh -huh. You know, a lot of people are starting to move back in that direction. And also in Germantown, there's, you know, a lot of condo conversions. Uh -huh. so there's a lot of condominiums in that area. Also in, you know, in the East Memphis area because, it's, you know, people are migrating, I think, back into the city. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, just because they might get an approval, say, for $100,000, buy a condo and you give them the okay uh when they're buying a hundred thousand uh, dollar condo for example that the, the payment may only be you know five hundred and fifty dollars but the hoa fee may be two hundred and fifty dollars so that can kind of take away their their debt ratio exposure where they were qualified as a normal home mm -hmm. at, at a hundred thousand dollars but now a condo it puts it in a different bracket so they might be in only an eighty thousand dollar condo for right, example so, right and uh, those things can kind of, you know, basically make a big difference in the loan. Right. And and also on condominiums, there's a lot of regulation changes that have happened with those. And, and they're t kind of headed into the positive direction. And uh, so um, anyway, we're getting ready to go to Fox News. But we're going to talk more about condos because uh, people are buying a lot downtown. Uh, we're, you're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer, and we're talking with Joe Rojas of Quality Title Group. We want to talk with you. Give us a call, 901-535-9732, right here in the studio. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. The Mid-South's only home for news, weather, and traffic. News Talk 600, WREC, WEGR HD2, Memphis, and iHeart Radio Station. I'm Kevin Yee with Save Energy Solution. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Gardner. One, two, three, four. I just want to celebrate another day of living. I just want to celebrate. All right, and that's what we're doing today on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. We are celebrating. We're talking about real estate closing checklist, getting to your celebration day. So let's raise a glass, everybody, for your real estate closing. <laughs> I am Joe Garner, 
your host, Mortgage Loan Officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. And we've also got sitting in the studio today, February 25th, 2017, Joe Rojas of Quality Title Group, LLC, right here in the Memphis area. And so we want you to join us so you can drag up a chair and join us today on Real Estate Mortgage Shop by calling 901-535-9732, which will put you right here in the studio with us today. Uh, so we were talking when we left off we were talking about condos and this is one of the things on the checklist Joe and just to recap you had said that uh, and I, I will second what you're saying is when you're buying a condo you may qualify for you know 150,000 but if there's a condo fee on there of you know three to six hundred dollars a month you're also going to have to qualify for that association fee no, it's not included in your mortgage payment, but it is part of what the mortgage people call the debt service because you are going to be making that payment separately to the association. So, um, and there are also uh, there are also some little innuendos, little extra things to check on a condo. Mortgage offices, uh, because of the loan the loan requirements, are required not only to qualify you as a borrower to buy that condo on a loan, but we are also required to qualify the condo project. We have to make sure that they have a certain uh, percentage of owner-occupants versus investors who are just renting those units. They want uh, typically over 50% owner-occupants. Now, FHA has made some changes which make that a little easier, which we can talk about uh, offline if you want to call me. But um, the other thing is we want to make sure that this condo project has got, they're collecting their associations. They're not delinquent. They're not behind. They don't have any judgments against the condo project that they have plenty of reserves. So that little, little extra layers there if you're buying a condo. And a lot of times we can, um, on, on the titles, when we're uh, doing the title search, we can see if, uh, you know, there are liens against the actual association. Mm -hmm. uh, also can access the covenants of the uh, condo. You know, it could be something specific as, you know, you can only take your dog out between the hours of, you know, seven and nine in the morning and, you know, four and six in the afternoon. I mean, it's just, you know, it's just very specific to certain things, to certain condos. Well, you know, I want to talk about that real quick before I know you had a question for me, but before we go there, let's talk about that. I, I had a friend of mine, I was talking, I was having breakfast with her uh, this week and she was sharing a story with me. She said, you know, my husband and I are trying to retire in the next year. We've worked hard. We built up our money. She is from, uh, she's from out of state. So they had bought this condo really nice on a lake and everything in the, in her former hometown. And all these, like for the last couple of years, they've been gradually working on the condo to get it ready for them to go and spend summers there, quite a bit of time there in that condo is, uh, is their home away from home. They have two dogs, big dogs, that they love. In fact, one of the dogs is serving at St. Jude as uh, one of the nurture animals, and they just really love their dogs. So they were like, oh, cool, now it's got all this room in the back, you know, fenced-in area, and we can have our dogs play. Everything is on go. And this is two years they've been planning this, and all of a sudden <laughs> she was having a conversation with a friend of hers who already lives in that condo complex, and she just happened to mention, she said, how is it that you're going to be able to have your two big dogs there? Because, you know, we have this uh, covenant in our declarations that says that big dogs aren't allowed 
in this condo and it's like oops we didn't know that so now she's got to totally revamp everything refinance change her game go buy a different condo and the same thing you want to check for covenants and restrictions in subdivisions you would be amazed at uh, what restrictions are in certain subdivisions so check those out that's always good to know because like i said it's like you don't want to get down to the to the very end and then you say well i have to do it and you go in with regrets, and then it can also affect your marketability if you're ever trying to sell. Right. I mean, I know one of the guidelines in my covenants and restrictions is you're not allowed to have your grass grow over uh, six inches. I've got to stay on it with the mower, you know. But um, anyway, I want to talk about some ways to make the mortgage process a happy experience. You know, my customers are great customers, and they would never do what I'm about to share with you. But over the years, there have been a few who wish they had not done what I'm about to share with you. Here's a couple, more than a couple. Here's one. Don't go out during the loan process and buy a car. Don't open a credit card. Please do not open a 12-month same-as-cash account before you close on your mortgage. I've had customers say, but Joe, I don't have to make a payment for a year. Let me tell you what a 12-month same-as-cash can do to your credit score. It can drop at 100 points in some cases. The other thing about 12 months cash, same as cash, is loan regulator. the loan regulations require that we count a huge monthly payment. Twelve the the um the balance divided by twelve months or divided or times five percent that can kill your income to debt ratio. Don't do that. Um, the underwriters, compliance departments are going to check your credit right before you close. So don't open any new accounts. Another one is please do not move money from one account to the other during the loan process, and especially not right before closing. Please do not be a Rockefeller moving your money around. This is going to drive your mortgage officer crazy, and it can also delay your loan closing. It is common for a loan processor to ask your bank for an updated account activity right before you close. So if you said you had $10,000 in that savings account and now there's only 3000 oops, we may have to go show a paper trail on where the money went, and that can take time. Uh, my assistant, she's she's a crackerjack, Susan Ballou, uh, she reminds our clients that when it's time to go to closing, they've got to get a cashier's check directly from the account that they told us they were going to get it from when we did the loan application and the account that where we verified the money. So if you were getting it out of an investment account where you're going to sell some stocks and bonds and then you decided without telling the loan officer, I'm going to go ahead and just um, move that money over to my checking account so I can just drive by the local bank and get my cashier's check. That's fine if you want to do that. But tell your mortgage officer, hey, I've changed my mind. I'm going to go ahead and move the money out of the investment account into my bank account so I can get my cashier's check from my local bank on my way to Quality Title Group to close my loan. That way, no worries. As long as we do this before, plenty of time before closing, you're good. Don't surprise the loan officer, though, and say, oops, I decided to get my cashier's check from some other place because that will delay your closing. Uh, if you have a mortgage loan in process for refinancing your home or buying a home, please don't change jobs or quit your job <laughs> without first telling your loan officer because this also will drive your mortgage officer crazy. But here's another one. I've had clients that kept their same job, they kept their same position, but without telling me in the mortgage process, they suddenly changed the way they were paid. Their boss came to them and said, look, you know, you're making X number of dollars with a guaranteed salary, but you can make a lot more if you go to 100% commission. 
You know what happens when you go to 100% commission? You have to show a two-year history or at least 18 months or, you know, a track record of that. If you just suddenly change over to commission only, I cannot count your income. Guess what? This could affect you qualifying for the loan. Here's another one. If you don't, if, if you no longer have the money you need to close, go ahead and tell your mortgage officer now. Don't wait until closing. Because you know what, Joe? We're mortgage loan officers. We don't get paid, most of us, until your loan closes. So uh, we're your advocate, okay? We're trying to help you. But I'm going to tell you this real quick story. This really happened a few years ago. My assistant and I could not figure out where our customer was going to get the money to close on his home. And we have told the realtors and everybody involved, hey, we don't know where this guy's getting his money. He said he was saving it. But looking at his budget, we just couldn't see how he could possibly do that. And into the first or second week of the following month, when he was ready to close, he brought us his latest bank statement. And you know what? Sure enough, he had saved the money uh, to close. Wow. But when the compliance person, we started pulling, you know, started pulling it and seeing uh, the last minute check on his credit, we discovered why he was able to save so much money so fast. You know how he did it? He just didn't pay his bills for that month. So they were all 30 days late. And guess what happened to his credit score? It dropped 100 points, you know. So what we do in a case like that is um, we, we ended up closing his loan. We were just delayed a month and a half or so. We had to do a little credit simulation. It's probably a miracle you got it closed at all. Right. Well, you know, and gifts are okay. Yeah, the gift funds are, are something that can also be added uh, if, if somebody doesn't have the money. Uh, it's just something that has to be told on the front end. And again, the funds have to close. Uh, those checks that come to the closing need to come from those funds that were verified, you know, with the uh, loan officer or the bank. Yeah, and sometimes to save a few steps on verifying those funds, Joe, we can just go ahead and have them make the cashier's check out to the borrower and to the title company or the attorney, whoever's closing their loan, you know, the borrower's name and that title company. So that saves a few steps. You still got to verify the funds, though. Here's, a, here's one more, and if there are rep repairs required on the house, most of the time it's when the appraiser goes out and does the appraisal, he'll say, oh, by the way, there's rotted wood over here, and there uh, appears to be a leak in the roof, or the HVAC, or, or maybe it's electrical or plumbing that's not working. They'll make a comment. Well, those are, ha uh, are structural issues that have to be done before closing. A lot of times the seller knows about this and maybe the buyer does so go ahead and settle on who's going to pay for what on the contract so we don't wait till closer to closing to start trying to figure this out but uh you know the the if there are repairs that have to be done while the loan is being processed get them done quick because the lender has got to get the appraiser back out there to um make sure that this is all done properly. Uh, in some specific cases, though, the lender will allow some or all of the repairs to be completed after closing, in which case, Joe, we tell you, hey, we're going to escrow for these repairs. We take them out of the uh, repair costs that that uh, appraiser has given us, and we, we collect one and a half times, which goes into your escrow account, which then, once the repairs are done, you 
you know, distribute the money and give back that extra half a percent. But real quick, before we go to break, one of my favorite parts of my job as a mortgage loan officer is to attend my clients' real estate closings. I mean, it's a celebration time. And over the last 25 years or so of being a mortgage loan officer, I learned a few things about helping my clients enjoy a celebration at their closing when they work with me. But you're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. Connect with me at jogarner.com. You can also find me at Evolve Bank and Trust. Joe Rojas, with Quality Title Group here in Memphis. How do we contact you? Uh, my cell phone is 901-289-5821. And we'll see you guys back in just a moment. Hi, I'm Pat Goldstein. I listen to the Real Estate Mortgage Shop in Memphis and North Mississippi. There's a party going on right here. Joe Rojas, right here with Real Estate Mortgage Shop. All of our listeners out there, we've got our champagne glasses, chinking glasses up here. We're talking about real estate closing checklist, getting to your celebration day. I am Joe Garner, mortgage loan officer, and you can connect with me at jogarner.com. You know what? You can also find me hanging around the Evolve Bank and Trust Mortgage Department in Memphis. I just hang out there all the time, Joe. I should bring my sleeping bag up there. I stay up there so much. And Joe Rojas is with Quality Title Group, LLC, here in the Memphis area. And Joe, tell us uh, how do we contact you. Our office number is 901-249-4787, or you can reach me on my cell phone at 901-289-5821. And if you guys have a question or a comment or maybe you have a short little story you, you need to share with our listeners, give us a call while we're live February 25th, 2017 at 901-535-9732. Lynn, glad you called Real Estate Mortgage Shop. How can we help you today? Well, I'm in the insurance business and I just wanted to share, I know getting homeowners insurance is part of the process. And call your agent early And just a couple things, the age of the roof now has become very important in pricing out the homeowner's insurance. So uh, if the client has a chance to talk to the realtor, the prior owner, to try to get when the roof was last replaced, because the agent's going to ask that. And then one other thing, um, I know when you do a mortgage, you can zero in on uh, the person who has better credit when you're dealing with a couple. Insurance doesn't work that way. We're going to do a blended credit. So um, we often have shock customers when they say, but the loan's in my name only. We have to gently explain it's going to be based on both of their credits. Mm-hmm. And then just one last thing. Um, you, you guys do such a good job of prepping them. Do not use credit. Do not give out your Social Security number. But when an insurance company takes a look at credit, it's a soft hit. It does not hurt them. Right. And if you could pass that on to the clients, because, boy, you've trained them well. They're very reluctant. <laughs> I know who this is. Is it okay if I say who you are? Sure, this this is Lynn McDonald with uh, 
Aaron McDonald Insurance Agency in Bartlett. And Lynn, you've been in the business forever. And speaking of celebration, I got to say this, Lynn, you're the only, and I'm sure there may be some other insurance agents out there who do this, but Lynn, you're the only one that I know that shows up to closing with not bought cookies, but homemade cookies to do the celebration. I mean, talk about a lady who celebrates a closing. She gets in there and celebrates for you. Lynn McDonald. And Lynn, um, on the insurance side, if somebody has a question, how do they contact you? Just call me on my cell phone, 849-7101. And that's area code and, 901. Yes, ma'am. And just to let to piggyback on the celebration, so many times you never get to meet your insurance agent. It's all over the phone. And I always tell my clients, I want to meet them on one of the happiest days of their lives. So that's why I go to the closing. Lynn, thank you for calling uh, Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Thank you so much. And that just tees us up perfectly for the Real Estate Tip of the Week that we do every Saturday. And Joe Rojas, you have our Real Estate Tip of the Week. Uh, Real Estate Tip of the Week would be uh, just to make sure that you use your loan officer as your advocate because the more that they know is the better that they're going to be able to present everything to the underwriter. Sometimes I might take, you know, letters of explanation on stuff that's happened in the past, whether it's, you know, on the title questions, you know, we can kind of we can basically take care of that if there is, you know, something that's that's involved with, you know, it's an inheritance proper inherited property or something like that. Um, but, you know, a lot of times the letter of explanation is there's something, you know, due to a divorce because of the credit and so forth. Uh, you know, the loan officer can be your best advocate. Mm-hmm. But just tell them everything because it's all going to come up. And it's better to handle it earlier than later. Yes, yes. All those computer systems and information gatherers can—they uh, find out all kinds of stuff. Maybe stuff about you that you didn't even know. Yeah. <laughs> but I got a, some quick announcements. Uh, Talk Shop offers free networking and education to anyone interested in real estate or in business. And Talk Shop meets every Wednesday, nine to ten a.m. at Nova Copy, seventy-two fifty-one Appling Farms Parkway in Cordova. And they've got a excellent conference center over there. This Wednesday, March 1st, 2017, Talk Shop presents Gina Davis, and she's talking about conversations on customer retention. And uh, Gina's with Custom Growth Company, LLC. They, I want to announce also that the second annual Redeemers Group, Love Well, 5K and Festival is coming up next Saturday, March 4th, at the beautiful Greenway along Humphreys Boulevard. And this year, uh, you can get involved. You can be a volunteer. You can run. You can walk. You can donate and fundraise. But the time is drawing near. So if you want to be a part of that Love Well 5K, uh, you can contact Redeemers Group and get involved. LoveWell5K.com. For this podcast, Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and more, go to jogarner.com. Real Estate Mortgage Shop uh, reminds you to make your plan, work your plan. If the deal works for you today, you really need to do it today. And uh, Joe Rojas, we also want to thank you for being our sponsor of Real Estate Mortgage Shop today with Quality Title Group. And how do we reach you again? Uh, You can reach me on my cell phone, 901-289-5821. And uh, got a quote corner. We always do the quote corner, and I love this one. This is from Doris Warner, a quote from a realtor. Quote, I am basically a psychologist who shows houses every now and then, unquote. I know a lot of realtors are out there raising their hands going, yes, that is absolutely true. You have to be a psychologist first and a realtor second. But before we go off the air, Joe, uh, 
you know, you had mentioned on the break about LLCs, and I just want to say, if you're doing a HARP refinance, that's a special HARP refinance, on, especially on investment property, and maybe you've changed it over from your personal name to an LLC, Fannie and Freddie, do. we, we have to have it, the loan titled in your personal name because Fannie and Freddie uh, conforming mortgages don't do them, don't do loans in the names of LLCs. But if you're a HARP loan, you can switch it over to your personal name just long enough to refinance that, is, and you don't have that seasoning six months requirement. Uh, but talk a little bit about LLCs. Um, regarding the LLCs, I mean, if, if the uh, transaction needs to go back to the owners or the individuals, you can just do an easy quick claim. Uh, but, you know, w- when we do a loan or a transaction that has to be in the LLC, then we do need the articles of organization and to make sure who can sign on that. On and that for document. more about that, Joe, how do we contact you? It's 901-289-5821. Contact me at jogarner.com or you can call me directly so we can talk personally, 901-482-0354. We've loved hanging out with you this Saturday on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and we are looking forward to hanging out with you next week. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop, where we offer you solutions to your real estate and financing scenarios. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage professional. Catch this podcast and more at jogarner.com.